Where's my podcast, Bedelia? It's the Watchers on the Couch. Welcome to episode five of Watchers on the Couch, Castle Rock. I'm here in Mike D. Sound Room with several guests on this show. I feel like we're going to definitely go into podcast overtime on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm here with my co-host as always, Debbie. Hello. Also, Mr. Mike D. of Mike D. Sound Room. Oh, hello. You've heard him before on other Watchers on the Couch shows. Of varying quality. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I'm also here with Mr. Nick. What's going on? And, of course, you've also heard from the Peanut Gallery on previous episode, Mrs. Lindsay. Sup? <laughs> Not much. Just <laughs> doing a show. We're here to cover episode five, entitled Harvest. The Harvest. The Harvest? Oh, first correction of the show. Harvester Sorrow. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, before we get into episode coverage, we have to do some follow-ups on previous episodes. First and foremost, we're going to address Mike's comments. We saved them for this episode mm-hmm. instead of on last episode when you weren't here. Okay. Uh, you haven't heard episode four well, yet. Well, he was here, but he wasn't there. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, it's clear as mud. I was here. Um... Mike, your comments based on episode three. Uh, I guess let me look up the exact question that I asked on the uh, on the message board. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember what you wrote? I think I just wrote two words, right? <laughs> yeah, you. It was really centered on one central topic. Uh, I have to scroll past all the memes you made up today. We'll get to those in a second. Hmm. We can just. Jeez, where is Mike's stuff at? Is it on local color? Yeah, it is. Scrolling down, scrolling down. I asked, what do you guys think the kid is referring to when he says, has it begun? Mike said, and he was the only one to respond. Mike said, sex. Care to explain? That's what she said. All right. Yeah, simple as that. All right, fine. <laughs> I also ha- said, uh, I asked, I should say, uh, what happened to Henry in the woods in 91? Mike Daffron says, also sex. Yes. Strong possibility. I mean, we don't know. We don't know for sure. I think that is definitely a possibility. I don't think it's necessarily a joke answer, but based on the first answer, right. you can only infer that this is a joke answer, so. Yeah, and his dad is a pastor, and oh, you know yeah, how that can go. You don't really see pastors out in the woods doing that, though. It's usually, like, in the bowels of the church. <laughs> Where uh, no one thinks anything like that's going on, besides AA meetings. Oh, boy. So, that's uh, a whole other show. You also mentioned... Uh, that you're glad that we mentioned how she could feel Henry jerking it. <laughs> yes. 
Because if she can feel everything, yeah. like, oh, crap, I feel like i got to take a poop. Yeah. And then she'll be sitting on the toilet and be like, oh, it's not me, it's Henry. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had to be very confusing. Yes, very confusing. It's like, oh, yeah, I felt when you touched yourself. <laughs> like It was like fireworks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you do it a lot. <laughs> You stop doing it so much. Yeah, I, like, I got to do homework. Why right? are you so angry while you're doing it? <laughs> hey, why are you thinking of guys? <laughs> um. Okay, so you also posted a kind of a meme. You just captioned it yourself instead of putting it on the photo. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that technically makes it a meme or not. But uh, it's from, is it from episode two where he's looking at the lock inside? Yeah. Uh, Lacey's house, old house. Yeah. And the lock looks abnormally large yeah. <laughs> from the camera angle. So. Perspective. Can we talk about this unbelievably enormous lock? It is a giant lock. I wish it was a giant lock and not just the camera perspective. Did I say, um, did I allow that one? You said, um, no. No, we cannot oh. talk about that. And then we'll edit that out. Yeah, There's we'll enough. Out. <laughs> We're not going to edit anything out. Um, also, can we talk about Pangborn's incredibly long arms? Yes. And in this photo from the show, he does have incredibly long <laughs> arms. Yes, and I do want to talk about that. Why? Yeah, Nick is has a very surprised <laughs> it, look. It, it's almost like his like he's got it, he's mm, pants way up there. So it's no. like oh, just, like like Dexter wears them. Yeah. How dare you? I didn't, like I didn't five foot that. long. It's not his pants and his sagging shoulders. Nah, that, yeah, that's definitely that's a weird, that's a weird picture. Case. He also has elephant ears. Oh, well, no, that's just what happens when you get old. Your ears go giant. Everything sags. Yeah, everything sags. It's already starting. And he doesn't know how to tie a tie. Nope. But that's a legit thing. Like old but his man... wife with dementia does. <laughs> okay. It, she's doing it in the morning. We're not in the there. mornings we're, are okay. We're not there yet. What I was okay. gonna, what I was gonna say though, that's a legit thing that happens. Is old men's noses and ears get bigger. Yeah. yeah, they never stop growing. Right. So, so what does that mean for you, Chris? And the, oh, the, pores, the pores get mine bigger. Mine can only get smaller, my nose. So <laughs> I think I'm going to have the opposite thing happen. You can only hope. Reverse Pinocchio. And the balls never stop going down. You know, the <laughs> They're gravity. already on their way. <laughs> we just talked about that on the way here. <laughs> that's right. Synchronicity. That's what that's called. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to open the table up for a couple minutes up top since... Nick, Mike, and Lindsay, you guys have all seen all these episodes and kind of maybe heard us talk about them a little bit. I don't know how much of the podcast you've listened to or not. But uh, I wanted to kind of give you guys a turn around the table to kind of discuss anything that you thought was cool about the show or like problems you have with it or whatever you want to say. Up Open to, forum right now. Up to the last episode. Up to four. I don't. I don't have any problems with the show. I'm actually pretty excited about how this show's been going. Like, mm-hmm. I think it has a lot of potential to keep going on and be a great show. Uh, There's a lot of twists, so that keeps it interesting too. I mean, episode five. I still have no idea what's going on. That's, that's and I'm excited. Say, yeah. yeah, and I'm ha- I'm I'm happy. You know, like I'm not getting frustrated. And yeah, I was thinking that today because I was like, well, I am kind of. I'm I am getting to a point where I'm really starting to crave like answers to questions. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But we're only in episode five. It's a brand new show. There's going to be a lot of character building. There's going to be like a, a lot of background to build. Uh, if it's going to be an interesting show enough to at least talk about on a podcast, for sure. It's, you know, so. I feel like we kind of lucked out picking this show. 
Like, because I was totally unsure of whether the show was going to be good or not. Mm. We could have gone into it and been like, guys, we <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> this fell off after like two episodes. Yep. So now the episode, the, the podcast are going to be like 10 minutes long. Well, there was episode yeah. five and that was great. Bye. Yeah. It yeah. It's kind of been average of over an hour for every episode we've been doing. So obviously there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Nick? So, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think, I think I said this in, uh, think episode one is i think the acting is just fantastic and the way henry portrays that unsure still like just like everybody else i don't know what the hell is going on in this town Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like he's searching for answers but he's afraid to find them and like i I, I mean that's kind of clear but like the way he portrays that and i just think everyone acts really good in this and yeah it grabs you 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 get a hold of these characters and you just want to know so much about him. And it, yeah, Henry definitely has a reluctance to accept the supernatural element of what is happening in this town. You know? Right, right. And you're right. He is like, they're playing the slow game with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know it's and the creators actually said on the behind the scenes for the one the episode we're about to talk about that they structured the show over ten episodes to be three acts. So. Episode five is the start of the second act, where I, I shit's about that. to get super dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely feel a change. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that soon. And, but, and, uh, I, and I also feel that these first episodes have really been, and this is just my opinion, have been leading us in a completely different direction, and it, it's going to turn, mm-hmm. and we're going to be like, we, yeah, I did not see that coming. Right, right. And everything we know is going to be wrong. Oh, I'm I'm sure everything I know is wrong. Exactly. Like, all the theories that I end up coming up with, they're, like, just sort of half-assed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't commit to anything because it always changes the next week. Yeah. You know? So, uh, anyway, Lindsay, do you have any random comments you want to throw in about the show? That kid is creepy as hell. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's it. That's all right. He is sexy, creepy though. Oh, uh, yeah. We did get some butt this episode. Ooh. I don't know if anybody noticed. I don't and, know if it's and, just my. And, and I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like there, there's a little bit of either a satchel a or a hot dog swinging around there too there's from a, the backside. Partial <laughs> swing. We'll, we'll get back to that. Okay, very good. Uh, back to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. That back. We see where Mike's coming from on this episode already. <laughs> hey, do you have a blanket? I need to cover this. <laughs> not that kind of podcast. I, sorry, I can't <laughs> help it. Guys, chill out. All right, so before we get into the episode, I want to quickly go over some Stephen King news. Oh, nice. Because we haven't really been able to do this with having stuff up top of every episode. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of having these in the hopper, so I'm just going to quickly go through these. If anybody's also seen stuff about this, you can chime in. But uh, Okay, so first of all, Mr. Mercedes Season 2 is starting August 22nd. So that's really soon. Uh, I know, I don't think any of you guys have really watched the first season of that, right? That's the one that I can't nope. see, right? That you can't see? Oh, you mean season two you shouldn't watch. Well, no, I thought... It's which, on a certain channel. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're coming out with it on DVD, like, this week. So... Uh, <laughs> so you can see it, technically, if you want to buy it. Mm. But you probably don't. You'd rather library it, I assume. I'll library it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so second season is going to skip the second book in the series and go straight to the third. So that is a point of contention with King fans right now. I'm open to it because 
the second book just has a bunch of characters that aren't even in the main story. Like, they skip to a whole other side story, and then they end up being a part of the plot towards the end of the second book. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. go back to those old characters. Then the third one, everybody's back involved again. So they might as well just go to the third one yeah. if they want to continue on with the story. Of course. Uh, Pet Cemetery turns out it's going to have John Lithgow in it as Judge Crandall. So I thought I'd mention that because John Lithgow kicks ass. Yes, he does. And he's going to do a better main impression than I can do, which I'm not going to do that again right now. I'm sorry to disappoint you guys. <laughs> I have to work on it more in my private time. <laughs> and then come back full force. I think you should do it again. I, I just even... like that you're working on your main accent um, in your private time. That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> you should read the next one in your main accent. It chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> With Jessica Chastain. No, that's terrible. Okay, so. Sound like the guy with the cowboy hat in this episode. You're right. Introduced Pangborn. So, It Chapter 2 is going to have huge actors, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, and James McAvoy in it. I know, it's going to be awesome. I'm pretty excited for that movie, I'm not going to lie. First one. Very excited. The remake that they did was amazing. And again, Bill Skarsgård. Yep. Probably won't see any clown butt, though. So I know you're disappointed. I'm not. I don't want to see that. You don't want to see Pennywise, no. but no. <laughs> it'll look Scary. like a spider's anus. It probably had teeth coming out the back. What does end a spider's too? anus look like, Chris? <laughs> it probably has teeth coming out the back. <laughs> exactly. of it. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's the point I was trying to make. I think. What does a spider's balls look like? I, I, I mean, that's up for debate, I guess. <laughs> Spider balls. They do. They're probably furry. Yeah, and it Ooh. shoots silk out of it. Mm. Oh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, another King movie that's getting ready to be made, Doctor Sleep, the uh, Shining sequel, mm-hmm. is going to star Ewan McGregor. Uh, something funny, oh. Mike? No, is that the Bill Cosby documentary? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I made that Sleep. joke on different podcasts he did. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Yep. Um, I'm excited for that too. They said they're going to stick to the book material instead of try to do a sequel to the Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick movie. So, it's awesome. That is confirmed, and I'm very happy about that. Also, oh, sorry, did I interrupt? No, well, I was going to say, and Ewan McGregor just was in the Christopher Robin movie. Mm-hmm. Side note, came out this week. Super cute. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. It was good then. Oh, it's good. thumbs up. It's so good. It's it's just a it's like a giant hug. For two hours, I've, I've and heard you that laugh it's, uh, and you cry at the same time. Oh, yeah, God. I've heard that it's a lot like the plot of Hook. You know, Robin Williams is yeah, the adult Peter no. Pan. He comes back. No, not, not like really. that. Okay, I wouldn't say so. Uh, I mean, I could see the similarities, but only because he's an adult goes back to his childhood place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not like it at all. Uh, no, there's no run home Jack in that. Uh, have you guys heard of the story, The Tall Grass? Stephen King story? No. I haven't either. Uh, It just was put on Stephen King news this week that, excuse me, um, it's going to be on Netflix. So I don't know what it is. It's a creepy photo, promo photo of it with a kid walking into a cornfield. So That's not tall grass. Apparently it is. Children of the corn, maybe? Children of the tall grass corn. (laughs) Movie or uh, TV series? A movie, I think. Oh, nice. Uh, and 
I can't. I think it was like 1926 or something. I can't. What was the year of that? Anyway, there's a movie on Netflix that's a Stephen King story that is awesome as well. If you say so. Gerald's Game is also awesome. I don't know if you saw that or not on Netflix. I don't remember if I saw that one, but that's I did see that other one you're talking to the about. Bed, right? Yes. <clears throat> I haven't watched that yet. Is it good? Yes. It that movie freaked me out. Does it? Okay. Yeah. I watched it at like two o'clock in the morning when I was super tired and probably should be asleep. And so I haven't seen idiot. it yet. It just it the trailer made me feel really uncomfortable. Lizzie, did you just call me an idiot? She yes. <laughs> Fucking peanut gallery is hostile today. This is what happens when you give me a mic. <laughs> That's true. Okay. She, um, needs her, she needs her own rim shot button over there. Definitely. Um, I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Last thing I want to mention that is that the Dark Tower TV series that they plan to coincide with the movie before it was released and totally sucked. It's apparently still a go. Because they just want to waste more money. They're like, no, I think they're like, they've already put so much money into it that they're like, we should probably just try this and see. And if it's a different story completely and it follows the books, I'm in. If it doesn't follow the books like the movie did and it's just kind of all over the place. and Where's it going to be airing on? I don't know that. Off the top of my head. But well, you know, it's probably going to be better being a TV show because they're going to have more time. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have to rush it. Right. Probably be like 10 episodes, not like 10 hours, like the show we're covering. Mm-hmm. They have a lot more time to flesh out concepts instead of trying well, yeah, to shove everything in. How many in. books are in the Dark Tower series? Like 10. Yeah, so there's there's no way you can do movies. Exactly. Unless you do true, like, Harry Potter. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like epic-style movies. That's what that and, story... And plan to make ten of them. Yeah, and that's what that story necessitates. So why didn't they do that in the first place? Well, it, it almost seems like a lot of the movies that try to... Like, they, they make plans to do, whatever, six, ten, whatever movies, mm-hmm. how many movies. It always seems like, you know, everybody's hyped up about it. The first movie comes out, it tanks, and then they just scrap the entire project. Mm-hmm. More often than not, I see that happen. Well, I'm just going to stay hopeful, I guess, because I love The Dark Tower. That's one of my favorite King things ever. I don't know how familiar or unfamiliar you guys are with that stuff, but it's all amazing, (laughs) except for the one movie they did. Tim, I know you disagree. He's listening to this right now. Mm -hmm. You tell him. Tim, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So wrong. Uh... And apparently Tim said the audiobooks are really cool for that stuff, too. So I think that's faster than reading it, maybe. Yeah, it I wonder, I wonder who, who's reading them. I don't know. If Morgan Freeman is reading, I want to I wanna listen. I don't think he is. <laughs> Magic Freckles. <laughs> I love the Magic Freckles, too. Uh, so with all that out of the way, let's get to episode discussion. So I wanted to add something. Oh, okay. Here so we go. last episode with the music. Okay. Um, episode with, four. Yeah, with Roy Orbison crying. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I was like, man, this music sounds really familiar to me. And uh, I couldn't figure out why. And then today at work, it hit me because <laughs> it was bothering me. And in uh, Dreamcatcher, mm-hmm. the Blue Bayou song. Is very prominent. Is it uh, Roy Orbison as well? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a deep cut Easter egg. In the in the dream catcher, the, the um, 
the Blue Bayou song is playing when he's going through his mind, when he's stuck in the yeah, he's stuck I, in his memories. I'm gonna have to take your word for it because there's so much. You know, King I didn't stuff. I didn't Google to like fact check myself. Okay, but I'm pretty so sure. it could be totally wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Yeah, exactly, listeners. <laughs> we'll hear from you next week. Uh, yeah. So any any other things we want to toss in before we get rolling on this thing? Nope. Okay. Any of you guys have anything to say? <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Okay, so how, you guys screaming <laughs> into the show. <laughs> um, I think you guys have all heard how we do the show at this point. Mike, you've listened to some of the podcasts, right? Yeah. Okay, so as we're doing, have you? yes, yeah, he legit has. <laughs> uh, and we've I've done a bunch of watchers, so yeah, well, <laughs> I get I'm the just routine. Saying, exactly I, i'm over explaining probably but feel free to chime in with anything pertaining to whatever scene we're on before we move on because we're going start to finish yep. you know what i'm saying oh i will yeah it's a little different than how you guys do it because you guys sort of jump around Cause yeah they, cause we, they have to we hmm. used to try to go in order but sometimes it doesn't make sense yeah like but this show it it, it makes sense you know it's told in more of a straight yeah. line right, right. So, anyway, this episode title is The Harvest or Just Harvest? Not sure. Somebody I think Google, it's Just Harvest. Somebody Google it. Um, start of the episode, 2016. Haven't been in this year before in the no. show. Um, Henry is in a doctor's office, and they're doing some like brain tests on him. Some like... Uh, Memory tests. Right. And- She's asking him to say a bunch of words. I think they are. I think I wrote them down. Boat, white, church, dog, and family. And he's supposed to repeat them after she's done saying them. Right. In any order, just yeah. repeat. Um, and then Henry is seen getting a CAT scan. Uh, it was an MRI. It was an MRI? I thought yeah, it was a CAT cause scan. Yeah, because of the jackhammering. Okay. Yeah. That's an MRI. And it was, yeah, what high contrast, too. They shot him with liquid, didn't they? Mm. I didn't. No, I don't know. Uh, okay, <laughs> it is just harvest. Okay, it is so, just harvest. <clears throat> I wrote the harvest. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie's right. I'm gonna scratch that out. Um, so the nurse comes back and says the scan's clear. She thinks it might just be tinnitus. He's apparently hearing, having some hearing issues. Weird right? noises, yeah. Right. Uh, but by Henry's response, he sort of thinks something's up. Anyway, he doesn't really think that it's just tinnitus. Right. It didn't seem like it. Maybe but. it's a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming a mile away. Uh, so, yeah. So, we kind of figure out that they're in Texas by her accent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's asking about Henry's hometown. And she says, everybody seems to think they come from the worst place on earth, right? Yeah, but he really does. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's... As we're as a watcher, we're like, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, but no, it does. So, uh, so then we transfer. But so, in 2016, he's hearing weird noises. Mm-hmm. So that so that tells us that it's the gunfire that he heard at the prison was not the first of these, you know, noises or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. This has been an issue he's been having leading up to coming back to town. Right. Um. Well, didn't he say it was? It used to come and go as a kid too. 
Yeah, he did like, say yeah. he does say that. So eventually. it's been a lifelong mm-hmm. thing, and he, you know, as any health issue, you just like okay, I've had enough, right? And it, and you know, we might guess that it started when all this crazy shit started happening right. when he was a kid. You know, right? At least you you think that's a possibility mm-hmm. in watching it. Maybe, um, that, maybe that's what happens is, uh, you know, oh hey, boy. do you hear it now? <laughs> like, and it's only ringing in your ears, like. <laughs> I actually, Could you hear the ringing? I actually didn't put... The AT&T guy comes out. Do you hear it now? Yeah, exactly. I didn't actually put it together that his dad is asking if he's hearing something and he has hearing issues. I didn't put that together until you just said that. So, oh. Um, okay, so then we transfer to present day. Mm-hmm. Then we see wildfires in the distance and there's radio talking about said wildfires. This is five days after the Shawshank Massacre. And the radio's talking about that as well. Um, but the wildfires haven't reached Castle Rock yet. No, they're from Castle View to Castle Lake. Yeah, so it's like in the county, but <clears throat> they look very close. Yeah, and the Ooh. the air definitely has like the hue of all the smoke and everything in it, mm-hmm. like we're seeing in present day in California all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence that they're using <clears throat> that on this show. By the way, they said that that was partially kind of. Oh, is that right? Uh, so because they had free fire to use. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. They lit the whole place on fire where they're filming. <laughs> it's all their we fault. We got to do it for the, for the show. It's I all mean. their fault. Um, so, yeah. So now we see Henry talking on the phone, he's, and he's talking to somebody about how they're pushing back the hearings after all that madness went down with uh, Officer Z. Mm-hmm. Zalewski. Zalewski. <laughs> we finally cleared up his name. How do you say this? We called him Zelensky. Yeah. 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 We called him Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Zelensky. We called him all kinds of shit. I called Um, him Oz at one point because that's how I was writing him down in my notes. So I just started calling him Oz. Isn't just because you just (laughs) pick Oz? Well, because I was writing Officer Z because I couldn't figure out his name. And then I just shorthanded to OZ. And then I was just saying that. And I was like, and then you're like Ugh. ounces, and we're all like, "Dude, you're way off track." No, uh, <laughs> isn't there a Zaleski in like Tommy Boy or something too? Isn't that Dan Aykroyd's character? Zelensky. Yep. <laughs> what the hell? These are Easter eggs we should not be pointing him. out. <laughs> yeah, uh, he seems like an ass guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Henry's at the church after he gets done talking on the phone, and he sees a news pastor out front changing around the sign. Uh, and the sign says there's funerals coming up for Zaleski, Zaluski, and uh, Potts. Who's Potts? Don't know. I Googled it, and I went to IMDb, and I was looking all through, you Annie know. Potts? Mrs. Potts? There is no Potts <laughs> listed. Okay, well then. It, it could have been one of the guards, too. I'm, you know, like. You kind of assume it is. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Um, and then Henry's talking to the pastor, and he says something about his dad's casket or his dad's funeral or whatever and he's like that's not why i called you so then they go into the church right in the basement Mm -hmm. uh the casket is leaking fluids never a good sign no oh he says he says exploding caskets and yeah that is never something you want to hear is that that is apparently a real thing i mean yeah I mean, no. did you research that? No, but I can only assume like the science behind what he explained Pressure sounded legit. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think cooks. it would be. 
You don't think so? No. Okay, we have, enough, we have enough people here. Somebody Google it while we continue. Googles. Yeah. All um, right, you Google while I just assume. <laughs> like, because there's blood yeah. dripping out of it. You it's know, not people blood. Are, it's, it's like soup. It's a fluid of some kind. It's, yeah, it's all the embalming juices. But uh, Fossil fuel. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> Life finds a way. <laughs> okay, so Henry is having visions of Zaleski or whatever his name is getting shot. <laughs> I'm just going to say Z, okay? The rest of the time. <laughs> and uh, it's more flashbacks instead of like his weird visions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to need that Wi-Fi password. So then... Penis123. Um, <laughs> you can continue trying to look that up and we'll, we'll move on. Uh, Shawshank is where we go next, right? Yes. Uh, the warden is on the phone with her boss we don't know who she's talking to really probably somebody from the board maybe exactly um and he's mad he's very mad he's saying just make the situation the kid situation go away no matter what you have to do or it's your ass Mm. right and then he says he and the board know nothing right very quick scene Mm -hmm. um just more of the same with the warden sweep everything under the rug of course uh then we move back to henry he's installing a camera system in his mom's house very worried about his mom. Mm-hmm. And he's, a, he's a, a, a thing on the door that says when it opens. Yeah. Exploding casket syndrome is legit. No. <laughs> no. I just got there on my phone, too. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it literally said how to avoid uh, being, uh, or how to, what did it say? How to, how to avoid exploding after you die. Is it, is it where, like, um, potatoes where you need to fork? <laughs> you pop some holes on them. Yeah. <laughs> Let the air out. Okay. Wrapped in foil. Wouldn't that fix that? <laughs> wow, this got dark. <laughs> it's a dark. <laughs> it's only getting darker. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, he's installing the camera system and the security system for his mom. Um, Alan comes in. He don't like it. He's not impressed. He never likes anything that Henry does. So well, you know, because well, Henry's taking ungrateful. Away, you're also taking away the man's privilege to beat it on the couch. <laughs> that's true. I thought you were going to say he was taking away the man's privilege to keep his woman safe. And that, that's oh, not no. where you went at no. all. <clears throat> okay. He does a good job. Yeah. So, a good job beating it on the couch? <laughs> oh. He can reach around corners. <laughs> he can give a good reach around. Mm-hmm. First uh, of all, reach around. <laughs> Hello, Ruth. <laughs> oh, no. Who are you again? <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about it. We've <laughs> done this before. Your son's a jerk. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Henry answers his phone and he says, how soon? So we don't really know what that means, but no. we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Immediately, next scene. Right, next scene, we go back to Shawshank. There is a cheesy parolee video oh, that the so kid good. is watching. He's on his way out. Um, so that's what he meant by how soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, he's watching on a TV set on wheels, so everything in this prison is super old, like we mentioned before. Um, he says, I'm Lou Hadley. Who are you? At the end of it. Oh, turns, yeah? Who the fuck are you? Uh, <laughs> who am Turns I? out, Lou Hadley is an Easter egg. Oh. Mm, yes. I figured it would be. Lou is related to the guard Hadley who tortures Andy Dufresne. <gasps> oh. I knew that name sounded familiar. Hadley is a last name of that guy. Yeah. I can't remember his first name. Andy Dufresne. Eh, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> Morgan Freeman are you, is here? <laughs> I didn't even know he was on this show. He's... Did you write down what he what he's saying like in his inspirational video? Uh, Basically, well, did you write it down? Well, I, I wrote down because it... Um, 
when the kid really seemed to be focusing in on the screen, it was when the guy was saying to tell your own story. You can now choose the life that you want to live. Oh like, yeah, that's a, definitely. You're able to I start knew, over. Knew there's some really interesting stuff in there. I just like was madly writing shit down as fast as possible. Uh-huh, me <laughs> so, too. Um, when he says, uh, "Who are you?" I, immediately in my head, I heard that song <laughs> by who, the Who. who? It's like, okay, this is cheering me up a little bit during this dark-ass episode. Uh, But anyway, the kid walks out. Um, The kid who should never be allowed outside. Yeah, yeah. and he's wearing awesome dad shoes, new balances. Yeah, those sweats. Can can I ask you guys a question about that scene real quick? Oh, I thought it was going to be about the new balances. I got information on those. But no, I don't. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> so when he takes that first step out, you know, he's very hesitant about it. Yeah. Do you think that is uh, him not knowing what to do once he's out or him saying to himself, I shouldn't be out? That's a very good question. He's probably doubting everything he's Just doing. everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the time years spent down in the thing has really messed his mind up. If he is a semi-normal person, like... And we'll get to this a little bit more later in the episode because he does start talking a little bit more and stuff. But like, if he's not a not a not Satan or not some kind of like demigod or whatever he people think he is, then maybe he just got totally messed up by the trauma of being down in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But and we didn't really clear this up last last episode about how. Um, so I listened to that Stephen King podcast, and they talked about how the kid hasn't aged the entire time he's down there. Right. We were kind of questioning who we got that from. We thought it was Tim. It turns out I remembered in between recording this episode and the last one that it was from that podcast I was to do. But he hasn't aged, so he has to. there has to be something different about him, like unhuman about him, right? Right. Because of that. You know what I mean? So, well, I, I have some theories about him, but I won't say anything yet because we're not there yet. Okay. But, yeah, I definitely think that's some interesting things to think about with the kid. Like, it's hard to say anything with what his motives are. He's so tall also. Maybe he just can't walk. (laughs) He's having problems. Yeah, he's definitely, like, taking it easy. And good thing he's got new balances. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's part of the reason that old guys wear those, right? Because they're super comfy and you're probably not going to fall down while you're wearing them, you know? Arthritis. Authoritis, maybe super old on the inside. Yeah, and his feet hurt. But <laughs> so, it just yeah. looks well, like now you gotta do. Uh, <laughs> sounds like somebody hurt. Know. I'm sorry, Debbie. Just pulled lawn duty. <laughs> just pulled lawn duty. <laughs> okay, so Henry's outside waiting for him, right? Yes. Uh, and the kid doesn't shake his hand. I kind of feel like he doesn't do that because he saw what happened to Z. Or he knows exactly what happened. Right. So, um... And did you also hear how they use the inmates to fight the fires? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they look over and they see him, like, just packing up all the people that are leaving the prison that day, apparently. Mm -hmm. And they're going out to probably die in a fire right after getting out of the most horrible prison on planet Earth. Well, they're not getting out of prison. They're just... Oh, yeah, they were the prisoners. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're going back. They're going back. Work duty. Yeah. Okay. I I thought they were also getting out. No, 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 no. I didn't check their shoes to see (laughs) if they had new balances on. They they were still in their orange jumpsuits. They were... Is that standard issue or is that just hand-me-downs from... 
The shoes? Yeah. The, the whole get I feel up, like man. we're really stuck on the shoes. <laughs> we are. We are. Well, you said it was going in overtime today. It is, and we're also doing trivia. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. You compiled it? Right. Fantastic. You and Debbie are the opposite of Jimmy, by the way. I asked Jimmy <laughs> to do something. He takes a month. You guys are on your shit. That's right. Thank Fuck you. you, Jimmy. Aww. <laughs> He'll listen to this after he listens to the episode, or watches the episodes in like a month or something. Right. We, we've gone over this. He he just he has no time because he's he does so much laundry. That's right. That's yeah, right. It's all laundry. <laughs> and goes to the bank. <laughs> Jimmy. And fills up his car with gas. Yeah. Just regular everyday things take him a really long time. I guess this is what I'm going to have to look forward to, me and Jimmy doing oh, yeah. uh, another Watchers podcast. How long was your guys' episode? Four hours? <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I, it was like, uh, I don't know, hour and 15. Right so, on. surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to go like... Long yeah. story long. Yeah. Did he have yeah. notes? Uh, he did not. He did, did you, not have did notes. Did you have notes? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Did And did you do it at his house? No, he actually came over there. <gasps> I know. I mean, it only makes but sense it, to come over here. Right, and he's just down the street, so. Yeah, Mike would have to pack up his stuff to go over there, and that's just. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can get his Mexican ass over here. <laughs> I don't know why I just say he's Mexican. Anyway. <laughs> so, from there, we go to the next scene. We're in the past, and Warden Lacey is with the kid, and they're down in the cellar area. In the cage. The, right. Um. The warden is talking about the arc of Gopherwood. Never heard that one before. Um, he goes more into it though, and uh, he, he he does give the kid bread. Yeah, the kid's eating bread. Um, he, he seems to like it a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. I feel like the bread <laughs> thing is like a biblical sort of yeah. thing, a theme of yeah. some kind. But anyway, um, body of Christ. He's yeah. talking about the ark. Sexy body of Christ. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> the ark is the cage. Mm-hmm. And he heard six days of a voice telling him where the kid would be, and of course it was at the quarry. And the and it would be the reason of the curse, right? And uh, he said he's on fire with the Holy Spirit, and that he accused the kid of dragging evil everywhere he right, went. Right, right. So, um, let's see here. Years later, he doubt he's doubting himself for what he thought. You know, yeah, because he doesn't know if what he did was still what he should have done. Yeah, he's been keeping some kind, some kind of kid person. I guess, I guess after that many years, you start to doubt yourself. Huh? Should I just like keep a kid locked up <laughs> in like a place that has no light? Oh, I think I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, no worries. Well, then every, it's not every a, day he flips that coin. It's God. God told me. <laughs> well, I'm not yeah, crazy. well, you hear that voice of God, you know? though, man. Yep. Just like he said, he goes, "What? Did, uh, how did he say it?" He goes, uh, "Next to my faith, you seem so small." He said he looks small next to his faith. Yeah, <laughs> and after all these years. Uh, he still he's gotten small. old, and he still seems small. Right. Yeah. So, which was a little hint of that he hasn't aged at all. Right. He he's like it's not him capturing a kid whenever the kid hasn't aged, it's him capturing some kind of creature. Yeah, but so. we don't we don't know that for sure. Exactly. Yet. It's like this we don't know anything for sure. Well <laughs> well at the end of this episode we know that. Sure. Um I think he looks small compared to Pangborn's arms. <laughs> no and joke. ears. So, yeah. And nose. Uh, and, and dong. <laughs> haven't got there yet, but we might. 
Uh, Ruth and him get awful touchy in this episode. So. They do. Um, anyway. She gives him a reach around. The, okay. <laughs> Let's get back on track here. <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> the reverend uh, touches the kid. And not in a perverted way. <laughs> no, Lacey. Mike's eyes just was like, what? Show and me on the wax figurine where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says um, something about a crazy story that the kid told him on the first night he was there. Mm-hmm. So he then said- we go to see, it turns out potentially is that story that he's referring to that the kid told him, right? Yeah, and I assume that all of this is happening right before... He offs himself. Right. And all, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's right before he leaves. Like yeah. this is the last conversation he has with them. And then he yeah. says, "When they find you, say Henry Matthew yeah. Deaver." And then, right. But that. But that was an earlier episode. So yeah. we're kind of like piecing he, other mm-hmm. pieces of this puzzle together now. Did he? Did he touch him on purpose, knowing? That he was wearing a glove the whole time, so he had, had to, to have, have known. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. he had to. I mean, God like, obviously told right. him, he's "Don't like, touch him." He's like, "I, I just want to touch your pretty face." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "All right, I know I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to try it without the glove this time. <laughs> Let me know how this feels." <laughs> I want to touch your magical non-aging skin. <laughs> You're like a wonderful, beautiful unicorn. Oh boy, magical. So then the kids at the doctor. Yeah, so then um, we go to present day. Henry's getting tests done on the kid, right? The same kind of test that Henry had done right. in 2016. Right. Um, Face. And Henry's having more of his his uh, headache, his earache problem, right? Mm-hmm. That the earlier lady said might be tinnitus. And uh, that's sort of a recurring thing throughout the episode, too, is you see him sort of, like, touch his ear all the time. Yeah, and, and you hear that. It's when shit gets stressful. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, then we go to Molly's office, and apparently well, it's a sleepover. But hold on. Before we do that, <laughs> oh, okay. the doctor tells him that, you know, he needs to go home, because if he goes home, he'll, he'll maybe remember, because of gotcha. the type of amnesia that he has. That's right. He needs things to jog his memory. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the standard and, procedure for this... Yeah, and he yeah. wants to dump the kid off at Juniper Hill, but he can't do that till Monday. So now he's stuck with this kid. Yeah. And real quick, too, did, uh, did you write down the second set of words? Yeah, well, I wrote down that... Um, they were he's, similar. He's, yeah, Family was in there, though. Yeah. And so he, I wonder if there's a con- uh, you know, weird connection in that way. Sorry. Well, because he said church and family last, like, right. which was not the right order. Right. Yeah, they both did. Henry said it, family last, and, and uh, the kid did. But she also said in any order. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, not yeah, the exact right. It was order. just, you know, but, but they both but said those, family yeah, that, last. that word was changed. Right. The order in which they say them is important in kind of a granular way, right? Like a, you could tell what, what the, how what the character it, sees important. the world mm-hmm. by how they respond to importance of what word, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah, where were we? Okay, so Molly's office, right? Yes. Which is a huge building. Yeah, Henry is taking the kid there. And apparently the plan is to let the kid stay there. Fill an air mattress. Henry's not really sure about this plan, but Molly's like, might as well, right? Uh, Henry is uh, not in good shape in this scene. He's still obviously not feeling good. Yeah. Um, And we get... The information in the scene that he still is wanting to leave town, mm-hmm. right? And this is where we hear him say, "No one knows you're here. Let's keep it that way." Yeah. 
So that's the plan with the kid is still keep his presence under wraps, especially since Molly talked about him on the TV station that apparently everybody in town watches. So, uh, Oh, and did you notice that he calls her his friend as if... Because remember, we talked about this last episode. You didn't want them to have, like, a relationship. Yeah. And it almost seems like... There's a, there is a very, there's a, there's weird, a beat there. See, I'm telling you, they, they had sex. I don't think that they, I don't, I think they might. They totally had sex. I don't think they Last did. episode. No. Yeah. No. He slept no. in the guest room. Am I right? I think he slept in the guest room. I think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> they did it. This is going to be no, a point dude, of they contention. Totally did. They totally did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you that Henry D. Judging by the size of the D that I had watching the episode, they did it. No, that's not true. Um, We're just making (laughs) jokes. Lindsay, can you confirm? I wasn't paying attention, honestly. (laughs) That doesn't speak well for you. I know. It's fine. I'm in my own world anyway. I have my headphones on. Giant boner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These are all jokes, by the way. I don't get a giant boner watching a drama on TV. That would be weird. Especially one they? as dark as this. Liar. Mm-hmm. What? So now you are paying attention. <laughs> She's up to speed now. She knows what's going on. Uh, so, okay, let's get off of this subject. Moving to Henry's house. Pangborn and Ruth are hanging out. Well, Just chilling. Really. <laughs> Just chilling. He comes home and sees her being weird. Right, Ruth's having an episode. It's not good. Um... And she says, something terrible is going to happen. So, what is that going to be? We'll I don't know, out. but you should always listen to the crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Any guesses while we were watching it? Anybody think of things that might were gonna maybe were going to happen? No? I mean, she... I just think she, she kind of sensed that he was out of prison. Mm-hmm. So, she kind of feels like something was going to happen. I don't know, like maybe she's going to jump off a bridge or something. <laughs> Spoiler. I actually kind of feel like uh, it's not just her, though. I think it's the whole town is changing. Yeah. Everybody's <clears throat> excuse me. Everybody's getting a little uneasy. It's ramping up. Right. Yeah. I feel well, like that and there's fire coming towards them. Right. Yeah, that's true. One yeah. little wind change. Well, like, and it's all coming to them. I would be uneasy, too. They actually, on the radio, when they're talking about the wildfires, it, one of the occasions where the radio is talking about the fires, because there's two different scenes right. where they talk about it. They say that it's a harbinger of something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and all the so, usual stuff is not working. And then the creators on the behind-the-scenes thing also said that. So... Think we're pretty spot on with that, you know what I mean? For mm-hmm. some foreboding of some shit. Uh, do you think also too with the fires that that was the kids doing? I no idea because I don't, I don't, I don't think we're, he's on the doing anything. I think just his very being is he's fucking shit up. It. Yeah, yeah, and we find out later more of like well, how I, in tune he is to everybody's shit in this town mm-hmm. i only say that because on the and i'm sorry if we're not there yet but on the se- second the second radio broadcast where they talk about the helicopter going down mm-hmm. those were they prisoners were they firefighters could no, he have a influenced pilot and a firefighter okay i'm yeah i was just wondering if maybe like he had touched somebody in the prison they went out to touch the, the fight the fire it's no. certainly possible it, but... they, i wrote down it was the pilot and the firefighter okay gotcha squashed you should just wait until it's that time. Yep, sorry. How dare you? <laughs> no. Uh, so then we go to 
Well, we get a we get a view of the uh, outskirts of the town fire. Again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is where we see where we hear more radio stuff, right? No, but we see the kid looking outside, and then he just leaves. That's right. That's what it is. Okay. So Molly's after office. He, kid, the kid leaves, and to. he's walking out of Molly's office. Um. There's a really, really creepy Animal Cracker song that I don't know the origin of, but... Well, there's the, it was Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm I, not cultured, I guess. Sorry. Here's a, No, here's a little tip for you. Put the subtitles on. It'll tell you the song. No, no, no. I was wa- I was definitely watching the subtitles, but I was also taking notes at oh, the same gotcha, time. Gotcha. Oh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't read it. I just, I know You know voice. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I wrote Dear God <laughs> because that song creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, so he's hearing this song coming from a house that he's yeah. just wandered up on right. and staring at. And then uh somebody pulls the the uh needle off the vinyl. Mm-hmm. We stop hearing that song, thank you, Lord. And we and hear happy birthday. Yeah, it's apparently a kid named Gordy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um and the kid adult in. age kid just walks right into this house. Yeah. And just sits um, down and stares. Stares at, he zooms in on this knife. Well, he's watching this family. And right, it's right. the mom and dad and Gordy, who, if you counted the candles, he's seven. Okay. And, I didn't. And uh, the little brother, who's like a toddler, and they're singing happy birthday. And the whole time he's staring at him, he's like fixated on a knife. And then it goes back to him. And then and then uh, things change. Mm-hmm. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> So we and then we kind of as the scene is progressing, we see that it's the past, right? I mean, I feel like he's Gordy. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's you sort of be I, at least for me when I was watching it, I sort of came to the understanding that this is his family. Yeah, and that these are his memories that right. are coming back to him. And him walking into the house because. At the end of the scene, well, okay, so I wrote down. Or maybe he's an, that annoying ass baby that they should have stabbed first. <laughs> exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he might yeah. be the kid who was <laughs> who was screaming or whatever. But uh, put a knife in that baby. So yeah, I wrote "kid is Gordy." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because the scene changes. It stops being a, a happy happy yeah. birthday celebration mm-hmm. to the mom and dad just like screaming at each other and her saying she's going right. to kill him and him being like, "Do it, bitch!" And I think oh, I sort baseball of... club. How original! <laughs> yeah, way I, to ruin it, you mom. Dumb bitch. Like I think I connected it because I put the warden asking about the crazy story thing mm-hmm. together with this. And that is the crazy story that he told him. So I felt like that too. Yeah, I don't know for sure that that is the case, but it like all signs all signs point to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you guys are saying, the B day gets fucking super dark. Yeah, uh, and the dad goes nuts, and he kills his mom. And the baby's just screaming the yeah. entire time. Pretty insane. And and then the kid just goes to the roof of the house and yeah. he's just sitting there and he's still just hearing it all. Yeah. This is among the darkest things that have happened on the show so far. Mm-hmm. Like a birthday party turning into a stabbing murder in front of the kids. And why would she get so angry about a baseball glove? <laughs> And 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 then no, blame the trigger that and, and blame like, the mom a, for, for making it about annoying. herself. She's just a super annoying bitch, and he's just like, fuck it. Wait, doesn't she say <laughs> Why that? Why don't you stab me? Kill me right now. Yeah, doesn't she say that yeah, to him? Like, yeah. No, he Maybe says I that will. to her. He says, why don't you kill me right now? Or yeah, something. she's like, I'm going to okay. kill and you, she's... and he says, do it. Yeah. Right now. So yeah. who knows? Maybe she killed him. 
Uh, no, that's not the case. That's definitely not the case. <laughs> Maybe they killed each other. And and if you had the subtitles on, it it was a lot of saying stabbing. Yeah, stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she's the one who's screaming while he's going. Arr, arr. It yeah, was a good yeah, scene though, because moan noises. Right. Like it didn't show anything. It was all no, audio. Yeah. It was you know, from it the was, outside of the house. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought that was really effective. That's it, it that's better. Was. That's but be- that's right. actually more traumatizing to watch than actually seeing. Well, it. yeah, because you have no idea. Yeah, the unknown. I can use my imagination. Yeah, and, you're and, filling in the blanks, right? And also with that that whole scene there, do you think that that was caused by him, or do you think that's why he is the way he is? I don't think that that's why he is the way he is because we find out later that he is hearing every awful thing in this town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we, we don't know for sure that this is the past, right? See, and that's where when I first watched the episode, I thought that he literally just heard that song, walked into the house, right. sat that's... down, and shit went down. Well, right. no, because at the end of the scene, the house like goes back to present day and there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. And it's start. just him oh. in there. So, yeah, so it is the past. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, that's why I think it's the crazy story that Lacey's referring to. Maybe the kid's just, like, all upset and weird because his name's freaking Gordy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> are there a lot of Gordys? Gordy Howe. Howe. Yeah, 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 that's a Canadian name. Oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, hey. hey. Gord. Canadian. Hey, Gord. Learn something new every day. Mm. <laughs> huh. Yep, Canadian, also one of my favorite. They are in Maine, so it's very close to... Uh, Canadia. Let's go to uh, next scene. On this is the uh, radio where we hear about more wildfire stuff. Yeah, Alan's at home. The TV is on this time. Right. Uh, Pangborn and Ruth are checking out the uh, Viking chess pieces. So that goes back to Debbie talking about the chess pieces in earlier flashback, and we finally figure out where the pieces come from. Right. It's a present to Ruth, and. He accuses, she accuses him of being up to something like this is making up for her having dementia or something. Right? Yeah, she's she's saying that um, he's finally figured out the Internet and he found on there that dement- chess is good for people with dementia. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just re-gifting stuff to her like <laughs> she's not going to remember. This would be great. Put her in a good mood. Dude, that's a hell of a re-gift. <laughs> like you got to think that thing's worth a lot of money. Handcrafted yeah. chess pieces and shit. Yeah, but they weren't the real ones. They yeah, weren't. what if? But he, still, replicas of stuff like yeah. that can be crazy. What expensive. if he bought her checkers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know this is good for dementia. <laughs> and we hear the dog bark. That's right. So yeah, there, there was a dog alive at some point. And that's uh, that's a uh, what do you call that? That's like a foreboding thing for something later. Mm-hmm. What do you call that? Foreshadowing? Foreshadowing. Boom. Got it. God, I'm glad you guys are here with me. Foreskinning. <laughs> Foreskinning. <laughs> Too many penis references in this podcast so far. Uh, or not enough. Uh-huh. Jackie is at her office. I'll make some more. Yeah, Jackie arrives Speaking at Molly's of Jack. office. <laughs> yeah, Jackie's at the office. She's uh, chowing down on donuts. And on this podcast, you know... We love donuts. Oh, man. When I watched that, I was like, damn, a donut sounds so yeah. good. <laughs> and she was eating it real slow, too. Like, Yeah. Mm. I was like, she sounds so good. Mm. Uh, she is then hot. the most bonkers thing of this episode happens. She smells the sweatpants. I know. I wrote that on here. Yeah. I'm like, she Underline sniffs them. 
She's like, oh, this smells Yeah, she goes up there to investigate. What the hell are you doing just smelling th- random sweatpants? And then <laughs> laying down on the bed. I don't... The, it, she's fucked up. I don't know what's going on with this lady, but... Okay, so where did he get a pocket knife? Yeah, where... Because she finds that under the pillow. I'm sure it was probably just like, in, maybe, okay, maybe it was like contraband in the prison and he snuck it out no, with him. There's I don't no know. Way. I also You're in his have hidey an, hole. I have another question because he also gets like a full full on new wardrobe and I want to know where they found those really super long pants. Like, he's got a very tall body. Mm-hmm. You can't just, you know, it's not just clothes you find wherever. Maybe his, he got le- it from, his legs uh, are almost as long as Pangborn's <laughs> arms. They are. Damn it. <laughs> I was gonna they say sure he got the pigboard's closet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I kind of wonder like he, he he we saw him walking the streets, mm-hmm. the, you know, the night of the 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 massacre. So if he did go back to if that was him, in fact, if mm-hmm. he went back to his home, he probably went inside if there was nobody there. Yeah, or well, he, he did go inside. Yeah, That's yeah. Fine. So I mean, he probably just grabbed it from that house. I bet he did. You know, and then okay. came back and like I got a knife now. We're piecing that. We'll shit go together. with that unless yeah. we see something else. Yeah. Flashback we'll, him going. Then on an on a episode after this, we will chastise Nick for ever bringing that up. Fuck Please yeah, do. We will. Has has Henry ever used a knife like that in the show? Like maybe it was his knife. And... Oh, I know he had the knife because he made the. Ch- yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we were asking where he got it. Right? Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I know why. Yeah. But that's what he used. I know why. Yeah. With. Um, but that just clicked in my brain. Oh, and the, okay. So now, now, now we're we at the see. most important part of the episode. <laughs> it's naked time, everybody. It is naked time. He's just standing there looking at her. Okay, so here's, and there's a possible swing. You ate a donut. How about some buns? <laughs> as weird as she is, I was for sure she was going to be just like. Here's Come the on. thing. I thought so here's too. the thing with this though is that okay. So there's a scene in between. Where we catch up with these two later. But we go from the camera just looking at him stark ass naked, right? Mm-hmm. And then so we see his butt. But it's best friends. Two best friends. <laughs> but and that's the thing, is like there's this whole area in the middle that we don't see between them where he's completely butt ass naked just staring at her laying in the bed. And this is where he gets and the then new they're clothes. hanging out smoking weed later. So and yeah, and then he has different clothes. Maybe she gets right. them for him. I listen, that's what I'm saying. There's a bunch of area in here. She probably where did. She's like, his clothes smell like piss and shit. Like <laughs> I'm like he's a new clothes. She, no wonder you're naked. Was she like which did she have headphones in when she was like laying on the bed? No. no I don't, I don't think, think so. Then how does she not notice this kid stark ass naked? I'm going to say it again. Standing in front of her. She did, didn't she? She sat up. No, she sat up because she looked. No, she the was... camera goes to him and mm-hmm. he's just standing there. And oh. then they go to the next scene. So there's this whole unknown couple of scenes in there where they get to be pals. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells him, dude, you got to do something about the sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still wearing the New Balance? Uh, I didn't check him out later in the episode. I don't think there was any feet shots. Oh. I think he no. I think he still was later in the episode. I you think see he's still feet wearing shots his new balance. Like Damn it, that's awesome. Well, when he's on the roof. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. You got to have nice balance. footwear when you're. Oh yeah, because they around. do look down at his feet when yeah, he's yeah. on the roof when Molly finds him. And she told him, "Hey, it's probably not a good idea to have a knife on an air mattress." <laughs> yeah. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Also, 
Do you know if he was completely naked? Because he could have been wearing those new balances. Well, was there a shadow? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think we saw the shoes anywhere. We did no. not see with, shoes, no. With long tube socks, for sure. Listen, he's been down in that hole so long without shoes that now he's got the sweetest kicks in the world and he is not Never taking them off. them off. He's like, I just went and cut the grass. Yeah. Naked. <laughs> they're, they're like green. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's move to the next scene. We gotta get moving on this. Hold on, but was was there a little shadow? In yeah, there was. There was a swing. There was a swing. Yeah, yeah. that satchel was. Oh boy. <laughs> mm. Penis reference. You guys had to, had to force that in. Forcing it in. <laughs> we go to hashtag, uh, hashtag forced in. Uh, oh, hate no, myself. Rewind, delete. <laughs> name of the episode is Forced In. <laughs> new Balances. Or New Balances. We'll decide that later when we're editing. We're not editing much, by the way. Uh, so, okay, so then we go to Ruth's. Uh, and it's Penguin and Ruth hanging out again. Just chilling. Yeah. Oh, they have a sweet moment. Yeah, he's she's uh, tying his tie for him, and he's being grumpy-ass Pangborn again. But he says, I love you. He does. So, yeah, we get more of their relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some there's some tenderness there. Uh, Henry creeps in. Henry interrupts their nice moment, and uh, Pangborn's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, he wants to use the car, and Ruth, We're about to do it. Ruth's like, yeah, you can, after uh, the ceremony. Yeah. Sucks to be you. And we don't really know what ceremony they're talking about, right, at this point. I thought we heard a brief thing about him getting his a bridge named after Maybe. him. I'm pretty sure we did. In a previous episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Because uh, I was lost there for a second, then we go to it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the it's the bridge naming ceremony for Pangborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mom really lays down the law with Henry, though, and she's like, I didn't ask if you were going. I said you're going, like that kind of deal. So oh, she, you're grounded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you will stay in your room. <clears throat> with no dinner. And you cannot play with your thingy. <laughs> and Molly can't listen in either. Molly would be disappointed. <laughs> uh, so then we go to the ceremony. So if they have sex together, is that like an inception thing for her? Uh, I guess so. Or it's like a demolition man thing where they use those little headsets. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, or and the cone seashells. Yeah, the, the cone heads. Yes. Sensor rings. <laughs> you, use uh, use your use your pronouns though. Who are we talking about? Molly and Henry. Molly and Henry. Okay, so just so listeners know oh, who we're talking Molly, about. Uh, Molly and Ruth. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that picture in my head is weird. Don't, no. Ruth is not pleasant to look at. Yes. <laughs> Guys, let's go to the town square, shall we? <laughs> it's right. very sparsely attended. I so, I put people are sparse. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Do okay. Do we know how what the population is of this town? Ten. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> ten there. to twelve. Uh, and it's <laughs> dropping rapidly. I mean, there like there's people around all the time so it's not like it's deserted or anything a couple thousand or something something like that yeah okay it's a rural town can we point out the fact that only some of the people are wearing masks like do not only some of the people care about their lungs yeah it's the because of the wildfires they have but but not everybody cares right i thought those people were like antifa or something (laughs) says the woman who's protesters 
<laughs> they're there to boo ping pong. If there's a wildfire <laughs> yeah. going on, I'm going to put a mask on. You don't need to be. You could take that off the smoke, too, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Fuck or, my lungs. Or put a hole in it. <laughs> no, because that, defeats, that defeats out. the purpose of the mask. You well, don't, then, you don't do that. then what are with the dudes that get their voice box taken out because of the lung cancer or whatever, and then they just smoke out of the hole? You oh, know what that's, I'm saying? Oh, that's, mm. Mm, that's not good. <laughs> the tray hole? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Wait, just, is it like the Marlboro Man in X-Files? Yes. Yes. Take a smoke mm-hmm. break. The smoking... Smoking Man or whatever. I always call the Marble Man. Marble Man. That's fine. Uh, it's Smoking Man, though. Uh, let's see. So. Copyright R.J. Reynolds. <laughs> or trademark. <laughs> Henry's, uh, Henry's having visions again. Mm-hmm. Of Officer Z. Uh, the dog is barking at Ruth. Very rude dog. Is the dog barking at Ruth or at the bridge? Because in one scene, like from the angle, mm-hmm. it looked like. It was not barking at her, and then when they showed a different angle, it looked like he was barking towards her. But that's because the bridge was behind. Her. Well, no, yeah. I think, it was cut weird. Yeah, I think what cut. happened is the dog was looking at her originally barking. Then she ran over to the bridge, and he was barking at the bridge. It looked like because mm. she was See, over to there. To me, it looked like the dog was just barking at the bridge. Yeah, maybe Mike just said it was cut weird. It may it, that could be the case. Yeah, and the angle the angles were weird. They're doing like fast cuts or something. I just think the angles made it weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The angles that they chose for the camera shots. Uh, so, as we stated earlier, Ruth jumps off the bridge, <laughs> and Henry just dies right in after, like without a good even boy. looking. Yeah. Like a good boy would. Yeah, good boy. And Pangborn doesn't do shit. No, he just stands up there. And the dog, that dog is a bad boy. Bad doggy. <laughs> no. Making a lady jump and, off and, bridge. And did you notice the weird people that were in attendance yeah, there? Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Cause yeah, like, that were like standing off, just being creepy, mm-hmm. staring. Is that is that Henry and the kid older? Future Henry and the kid? <laughs> they come back in time? Did you also see that the one guy was a Culkin? A, it, it, oh, lo- it looked really? like Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. Really? Oh. Yeah. So, so you, is that a legit Mike theory that you think this is a Terminator situation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or is it a Jacob's Ladder situation? Do you guys know what that is? I do not. Okay, well, it's t- it's going to take too long to explain, so let's just move He's on. A guy named Jacob and has a ladder. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. And he climbs up it and he goes back in time. A Jacob's Ladder situation is where, in a movie, the entire thing is a dream and you find out at the end. And spoilers for Jacob's yeah. Ladder. Spoilers. Whoa. That's a sweet movie, by the way. Totally worth checking out. Well, not anymore. Just ruined it. Oh, no. it's still it, Just forget I said that. Oh. Yeah. Spoilers don't work if you just forget I said it. Gotcha. gotcha. Pull a Ruth. <laughs> you, you can pull a magician act. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can do a Bill Cosby act. Uh, oh, right. Alan okay. Pangborn wanted to be a magician. I know. That's why I was saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I caught your connection. We're trying to pull it back to the I was just stating it to... To the listeners. Uh, I like that. So then we go back to Molly's office. Yeah, uh, she finally shows up at her job. Yeah, we hear the sirens outside. And we assume those are for the Ruth and Henry situation, right? Or, or more fires. Or Yeah, or just all kinds of crazy shit is happening in the town. <laughs> uh, there's a caged thing, a caged sort of thing made out of the shelves. Yeah, he, he built himself a cage. So right. obviously he didn't sleep in the bed. Yeah. the bed looked perfect. So. Right. And then there's some shavings on the ground, and she picks it up and tastes it for some what? reason. Again. Again. What is with Weird. these people sniffing and tasting things? 
What? I mean, would you just find something on the floor and that's, just put it in your mouth? No. That's what I wrote my notes. I'm like, this, that's insane. Like, Five second rule. Uh, <laughs> you know, let me taste it. <laughs> uh, that is real detective so then, so then there's a shot outside when she goes outside of her office and makes a phone call. And we see a lone chess piece, chess piece that's been carved to what we assume is like his likeness, the kid's likeness, right? Mm, it's yes. just a lone yeah. it's a lone white man so and it's placed where Ruth jumped off the bridge I believe oh really yeah and yeah. Henry when yeah. he was a kid remember also had a figurine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same figurine though I don't think it was no idea see was it when yeah, he was a kid because I think it was the chess piece in his hand mm. Which makes me wonder, and this is what conversation Debbie and I had earlier today, is I thought in the f- episode one, when uh, Pangborn looks over at Henry, he's or, or the camera does, he's holding uh, a single white chess piece. Mm-hmm. Come he? to find out that Pangborn, when did, when did she receive that? Because was that a re-gift or was that... A legit gift that he bought in the like you know in the present day in the present or semi present day. I thought it was it present seemed day. Somewhat present day because so, I mean, the dog was alive mm, and they were both right. old. Because why would you focus right. on like the the chess piece that hard? I swear he had it in his hand. I don't when think he, he as did, a kid. In my notes, I, the first time I wrote chess piece down was when he was walking through the town when he first got back, and. Because he had something in his hand in the vehicle when Pangborn, uh, you know, was like, I got you and everything's going to be okay or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had something in his hand. I swear to God it was a chess piece. So, because you didn't write down that it was a chess piece because you probably didn't recognize that it was a chess piece. Well, no I, offense. I wrote right here, start it, holding white chess piece, question mark. But I wrote that after or right before we see that the cemetery has gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's present I, day. And see, I think that was like a thing that, like, for I may be wrong on this. And then but. I and then I I wrote down about the chess piece again when it was in the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Which I thought was weird. It's yeah, been it was, a recurring, yes, a thing. thing. Yeah. So was it in the fridge because Henry was out in the cold when he was missing? Yeah, I've. I mean, what does this chess piece mean? In our episodes that you and I have done together, Debbie, you've kind of been in chess piece department. I feel like because yeah. I always miss when the chess piece shows up, <laughs> and now it was so in your face that I couldn't help but notice like what's going on with that. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm gonna leave all the chess piece stuff to you. I think I'm so I have no theories on the chess piece. So well, I, I mean, we're we're all gonna agree that he obviously made it. Though, yeah, right? like yeah, this new one. The, he had yeah. the knife, and the, there was the shavings, and then it was sitting on the thing. Uh, so no, it's the figure. What is it? <clears throat> For the listeners, describe what is happening. I want to see it again. Oh, okay. Does that look like the same? Or is it, it looks a little different, doesn't it? Or does it look like the same thing? Mike, what are you so showing? So we're looking at the picture side by side of yeah. uh, the figurine in this episode five and the other one when Henry was a kid. Yeah, gotcha. so it's not the chess piece no. that he has in his hand. It looks like a different person's head. So Did we'll... Henry and the kid change heads? Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike... <laughs> Make sure that you send that to me so that I can repost it on social media so people know what we're talking about. Okie dokie. All right. Uh, (laughs) That was unnecessary. Molly calls Henry and tells him that the kid is gone. Oops. Yeah. Somebody needs to, like, babysit him, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out Jackie is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're getting stoned. Yeah, she's just... 
Yeah, no, th- this is so crazy yeah. that they just leave him alone multiple times. Right. Like, they're like, uh, he's just been locked up. Like, yeah. uh, he's pretty much mute. Yeah. Okay, so he'll here, be fine. Here's the scene that we're at. Though. Had a cellmate that just had like cancer all of a right. sudden. Yeah. Here's the scene. I, I gotta go to the club. <laughs> here's the scene where we're at, though. I want to establish this before we get into it more. I really like the scene, though. Yeah, it's it's pretty. These two characters together are really interesting. But it's Jackie, and she's telling the kid death stories while they sit in her car, and mm-hmm. she's token it up. Yes. <laughs> and I did not expect that to happen, so I thought it was a really interesting scene. Uh, the kid. Uh, well, she reveals that she is actually the niece of Jack Torrance. Mm-hmm. Um, she changed her name to piss off her parents. Yeah, and apparently Jack is like the ostracized family member that no one wants to ever acknowledge. And she took, like you said, took his name to spite her parents, which <laughs> makes me like that character even more. Her name, like, Her name was Diane. Yeah, she's so into this like craziness yeah. of the town and her own story that... She's like, I want to be, I want his name. <laughs> you well, know yeah, I mean, she says she would give her left tit to go back to yeah. those times when <laughs> all this crazy, I mean, she talks about how her neighbors were yeah. gassed on Christmas Eve and they put all the dead bodies out in the row. Yeah, and, and I want to mention while we're here, though, the creators on the behind the scenes thing said that um, they basically hint that she is probably going to get more than she wishes for in this situation. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to wish for bad things in this town when they're inevitably going to happen anyway, probably. I just, I'm just, I'm envisioning her left hit just vanishing off her body. She's going to get her wish. Something is going to happen. Hopefully they didn't touch hands. I'll take her tit. He's he's got a knife. He's going to cut it out. She wants to get rid of it. I'll uh, take it. Hopefully they didn't touch hands while they were passing the pipe back and forth. Did we actually see him smoke? No. No. That was a no. joke. Was a joke. <laughs> so she also She's talks about... She's it right in his face. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, here... Uh, it's good. That damn prison, man. Fuck. <laughs> Does your curse pass between uh, <laughs> when I blow it in your face? Okay, oh, so... All those nail clippings. It's so weird. She, <laughs> oh, she also talks about the serial killers and the psychopathic dogs. Again. Right. So we hear more. Yeah. More Easter egg stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then... We go to the hospital. Uh, Henry and Alan Pangborn are outside um, the uh, the waiting room. First off, or outside outside Ruth being in her her uh, what do you call that? Hospital room. The hospital room. We'll go with that. And they're in the hallway waiting for the doctor to say you can go in, right? Yeah, but before that, that's when we hear the radio of the helicopter went down. Oh, that's right. And the pilot yeah. and the fireman died, and five people died total. Yeah, and Alan basically, while at right after you hear that, is saying that he gave Ruth a ring in 1991. She refused it, right? Mm-hmm. And, she said uh, she didn't want to confuse her boy. Right. So he quit asking, and then he moved away. Because he was so pissed off about that. And uh, then he moved back eventually. And uh, he felt like he lost his shot with her completely. But he got a phone call. Yeah, then he gets a phone call because there's a there's gunfire happening at her house. Which that situation is not fully explained. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Uh, so he wasn't the sheriff at this point. He just came back to town. But... He gets calls from people who know he's back in town mm-hmm. and know that he's was friends with her back in the day. And, and they still see him as the sheriff. Right, exactly. So he comes running. He's the white knight, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, after that story, Ruth wakes up. They invite them into the room. Um, she's the fucking damn dog. And we Ruined don't... Ruined we... everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she, then, yeah. She's, and she says nothing stays dead in this town. Right. And he, she, he, she also says, you know how it feels to forget your own story. Yeah, to Henry. She, she feels like her memories have been rearranged. Right. So we get tea. Next scene. Where do we go? Wait a minute. Hmm. We're not done yet. Okay. You know how Pangborn gives um, Henry the... Diet, diet squirt. squirt. Diet squirt. Mm-hmm. Is all they had left in the machine. But the thing is, who would even stock diet squirt? <laughs> I don't know. I also uh, in wrote a little that town down. In Maine? I, I didn't know it regular existed. squirt, but why diet squirt? I, I wrote down. It's like mm, saying, diet hey, squirt. I've got some soda, but all I have is caffeine diet coke, caffeine free diet coke. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. Pass. Any diet type soda yeah. when you give it to somebody as a resort is like. Give me water. Fuck you. Right, yeah. I got you a soda. I'd rather water. I don't want something loaded with NutraSweet. <laughs> Ugh. Like, it just th- sounds bad. Doesn't it? Mm. Diet anything? Not a fan. I'm sorry. No, uh, it sounds are, nutritious and sweet, right? You guys are looking at me in a judging way. No, I hate diet. Okay. No, yeah, I don't need <laughs> Down with <laughs> diet. <laughs> Down with diet. Uh, okay, so we're, uh, I don't remember where we're at. We're, uh, so Jackie has called Molly. Oh, oh, actually, I wrote something before that, though. I wrote that Henry's blackout story needs to be more fleshed out, or I'm gonna go nuts. Because <laughs> they keep kind of, like, hinting at it all the time, and I never get any more information. We're not gonna find that right. out until, like, the last episode. No, I think it's coming sooner than that because of the stuff that happens at the end of this episode. I say it happens in episode seven. Act two, okay, in a traditional three-act story, act two is where all shit goes haywire, everything goes wrong, and then resolution happens in the third act. So I think in the next few episodes, we can definitely look forward to more insane shit happening. That's not how it happens on Westworld. Well, Westworld Westworld takes this (laughs) approach. They go... Let's just mix it all up. <laughs> you figure it out. I hope. <laughs> and then you guys do a podcast about it and have to do the episode all, all out of order because the show's all out of order. Ruth is the Bernard of Castle Rock. Okay, <laughs> go more into this. Yeah. I mean, her her memories are all scrambled. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> She's a robot. <laughs> just like Bernard. I, I do love Maybe that. Maybe she is a robot. Westworld producers. I read an article and they were saying that uh, season two is not for the like just you know occasional watcher, mm-hmm. and they basically said in the article like if you don't like it, sorry, this is where we're going, and and it's it's going to be I mean, for a lot fewer people this you know the next season, right? And if, if you know, anyways, I mean if that's what they want to do. That's what we're yeah, do, yeah. I mean, with any show, if it's good, I'll watch it. Right. If it's not, I'll bail. Yep. That's a, that's the brass text what it comes down to every time. There's so many actual really good shows I don't even get to watch because I find the ones that I like and I don't have time. You know what I mean? So there you go. Okay, so where are we at? Jackie calls Molly. At the shirt factory. <laughs> <laughs> She's freaking out because the kid's on top of the roof. Yeah, exactly. That um, was some good pot. I thought it was. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I'm high. Literally, I'm on a roof, man. I thought we were next to the bedroom store. <laughs> 
We're actually at the shirt factory. Can you I help me find my the, way home? I thought it was the, the broken down mill, but it turns out there's also a broken down shirt factory. Well, I think they, they're smoking weed in their car, and like that is the. I think next door is the bedroom store. Yeah. It says that or something. Okay. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, they say they're like trying to reinvigorate the town mm-hmm. or like revamp stuff in the town. Like that's what she's buying the old mill for. Yeah. So the t shirt factory is just one guy <laughs> screen printing some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got this giant Jimmy's dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Only orange, orange shirts. <laughs> we finally were able to work Jimmy in. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty big, so Jack. generally work him in to a tight space. Jackie, uh, Jackie says she doesn't know what happened, but the kid's on the roof. <laughs> He's She's up there, like, man. I don't like. I was sitting in my car and we were talking about stories, and my uncle came up, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and then he was just on the roof, man. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> help! Yeah. So then she comes to help. Um, Side note: None of that happened. Well, I mean, it basically <laughs> happened. Uh, there's murder voices happening in his head. Yeah, he's hearing all kinds of voices. He's hearing uh, the voice of Z as well. And Molly's hearing them, too. Um, she's hearing everything that he's hearing. And then he says, I should still be in the hole. Yeah, he says, I shouldn't be here. I should still be in the hole. Imperfect. Yeah. Perfect clarity. So this is where we actually <laughs> <Giggity>. start getting <laughs> we start getting more actual dialogue from him. Like yeah. responding to questions and that kind of thing. Yeah, and she's she responds with, uh, no, Lazy was sick, old man. And yeah. none, none of what he told you was true. Yeah. And then we hear Lacey say the stain. Right. So and screaming. Very, very weird scene. <laughs> Lots of screaming. Um, then we go to Henry talking to somebody named Merritt. He's he's uh, he's walking home. That's his wife or ex-wife. Oh, it is. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he wants to have his boy come and visit his grandma before she goes totally batshit crazy. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And, and side note, his child... Is um oh crap, what's his name in it? Um he's the the homeschooled kid, the one that doesn't go to school with them. He's uh in the new one his grandpa's does the sheep farming. There's so many kids I forget their names. We're terrible for not knowing the kids' names in it, by the way. Being mm. a Stephen King show. Oh guys, we have enough people here to Google it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, we don't? Okay. No, Moving I was, on. Say, I was saying oh. no to him. <laughs> uh, so then we go back to home, right? Ruth's home. That's where he went. Yeah. Yeah, and Molly said the kid feels totally well, for, wrong. First off, she broke into the house with the hide key. Yeah, right. And surprised him. It's underneath he, the frog on the show, yeah. when he shows up. Surprises a him. live frog. Is also too. Is that how she got in? Yeah. So that that key's been there for eons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ruth is kind of stuck in the past sometimes because in the last episode she talked about how he needs to take his shoes off because Dad will be mad about it. Mm-hmm. Dad's been dead a while, Ruth. No clap claps. No, no click clap. Click, no click claps. <laughs> Apparently he wears clogs. <laughs> That's what I was like. Who says that? Are they in Holland? What is? Uh, oh, he he's Mike mm-hmm. Hanlon. Got it. Thank you, Nick. Research department. <laughs> R&D, right here. Uh, so, yeah. So, Molly sneaks in and... Uh, Says she gave the kid Oxy to calm him down and get right. him in the car. Yeah, right. she Bill Cosby'd him. 
She uh, she sort of explains the shine frequency of the kid, like how intense his pain is. You know, mm. he's feeling the pain of the entire town, right? Yeah. Which is sort of what we were referring to earlier. I thought so, you almost said pe- penis. Nope. Are, are, penis. Is he actually hearing this, or is that just his memories? And she's... she's I think he's hearing it. You think he... he like, so all that... Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, because earlier, he's when he's on the roof, you you are hearing what he's hearing, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and she, she finally explains again to Henry to maybe get it through his thick skull. He's still not convinced, though. Like, what... His response know. is still, that he's still not convinced, well, which I'm like, until Henry. Until she proves it. I, yeah. After all this time, even after the, I feel you like, know, I feel like he finally gets fireworks. it through his head though, because she starts telling him everything that he's thinking and the fact that he hasn't eaten today, and he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she does know what I'm he thinking. definitely he definitely goes and she goes into great way greater detail than she had before talking about his thoughts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Henry is that's just his character though, is that he doesn't want to accept anything weird. Yeah. And he has severely, like, repressed repressed the the uh, jerking at memories from back in the day. <laughs> like, it still has not come up mm-hmm. again. I feel like that was important back in the day. <laughs> You've been very important. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway. So they leave with. She says there's something wrong with that kid. And yeah. Then that well, kid, the kid walks in. The kid walks in, right? And Henry says, "You can stay here tonight." Nope. Uh, <laughs> Molly leaves. And that's the cue for him to be like, you're staying outside. In the garage, <laughs> on the uh, he's like, it's, sofa. It's he's not, like, the house not is, the Ritz. Yeah, he's like, but, the house is nice. We have a couple extra guest rooms. You can stay outside. Yeah. <laughs> and leave him alone again. Again. Right. And did you notice that for a like bedroom above the garage that like apparently nobody's used in forever, there was no like spiders or dust or and he's yeah. just like sleep on this bed that nobody's used well, in there's forever. A, there is actually it's, dust on the piano, which yeah. by the way, yeah, he goes over and, and he's like Billy Joel all of a sudden. And he says, I remember. <laughs> Starts playing the music from Big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's like, Oh, you know piano. <laughs> and which also last episode was the box he is immediately attracted to the box which is interesting like a theme bringing back Um, is he a cat (laughs) he might be (laughs) just saying oh that could be one uh, is he is he the one person that came back to life is he uh lacy's brother that was in a cat suit that jumped off that was no. a building? No, that That's was a, a stretch. No, the mascot is a what is the mascot? I can't remember it's what a cougar. it is. Yeah, a cat. It, okay, fine. Technically, unless you're talking about the other type of cougars. I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking about. Which would be a weird mascot? Where's your kitty? I was talking about actual kitties, like oh, little. No, I know. <laughs> uh, Just busting your balls. So then Sorry. we go to Pangborn getting hella wasted on his own bridge. And ripping his uh, plaque down. Yeah, no, he's pissed off. He he gets blackout drunk and is like, "Fuck this plaque." Shit. I thought he just hate, hated bridges because he's like, "Fucking <laughs> bridge." <laughs> he's been cursing that bridge since the like first episode. I know. <laughs> What's the deal with that? God damn hate bridges. bridges. <laughs> Traffic. <laughs> God damn traffic. Go over All my stuff. years as a sheriff, I spent in traffic. 
It's a small town. There shouldn't be any traffic. Except when there's a parade or something. I'll build bridges and burn them down. <laughs> Suffice to say, he's wasted in ranting. <laughs> um, then he gets a camera alert on his phone. Which he did turn on the alerts, so that's good. He had it; yeah. he didn't have it on silent or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kid is snooping around. Well, the kid looks at him in the camera. Yeah, he as if like, "Come find me." Right. There's there's definitely a, a moment there where he's looking directly at the camera. <laughs> so Alan says, "Okay, I'll come. I'll come." <laughs> and then he comes. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> no, not the end. <laughs> Um, he finds him wandering around the woods, right around Henry's house, and <laughs> he says, "Hey, asshole!" Yeah, <laughs> I think th- this is the baddest we've seen Pangborn. I think, like, yeah, okay, most so this pissed is off and, and gung ho yet. Definitely, this is the most intense we've seen him. Alcohol probably has something to do with it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, you motherfucker! I told you I didn't want a bridge named after me. <laughs> I know you had something to do with it. No, uh, Alan tells him he remembers exactly who the kid is. We, and then we see a flashback. Right, of the moment they talked about in a very early episode, maybe the first episode, where he pull, where uh, Pangborn is pulling over Warden Lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alan checks the trunk. Because there's somebody obviously in it. You'd yeah. think if you're kidnapping a person, you would tie him up. Yeah. And like muffle their their mouth. Well, now, in a small town, you're not expected to get caught like that either. So tell tell me this because I don't remember for and it's not in my notes. Do you see? No. The kid. Okay. No. So don't know. You can't say hundred percent that it is the same person that was in the trunk because if we don't see him, then we don't know for sure, right? Well, he says he never forgot his face. Yeah. I but <laughs> twenty seven years later, but I but forgot when, my ex wife's face. <laughs> no, but kid, it sounds like a younger kid when you hear it the does. Muffled, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at here is that when the when you hear the muffled like screams and stuff, it doesn't sound like somebody that's the kid's age that's down in the cage or that is now he's now confronting. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah, just it saying, sounds like a teenager. I'm just saying like a, there's like a some young teenager. There's some doubt here for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought it was weird that it was cut that way that they didn't didn't show him yeah. in, in the trunk. So I think they're leaving something. something there. I don't know what it is for sure. Maybe Pangborn thinks he maybe he just looks similar to the person. I don't know. I think it's gonna be the same kid. Okay. Unless the kid could have somehow you know changed people's memories or something. Exactly. You like know, like it, there's so like much Ruth. up in the air with this. Uh, since he, ooh, since he can help Ruth, maybe he can do the opposite to people as well. Yeah. I don't know. It can go either way at this point. This whole supernatural aspect well, is so unpredictable. So we're skipping ahead. Are we skipping ahead? Because mm-hmm. they have they have like a conversation. Yeah, I was about to say because oh. I, I love the they, way Painborn. He, he has a conversation with them where he yeah says, he, pull, he well he pulls the gun first. Well, but he says he never knew that night if he let a monster drive off with a child in the yeah. trunk of a car. And then he straight up asks him, "Are you the devil?" Right. Yeah, and he says no. He says no, no, which is a definitive answer that we have not gotten from him before, which is awesome. And then he says, "Well, then what the fuck are you?" But that's exactly what the devil would say. Yeah. Well, see that. Yeah, we talked about that. How the devil is the ultimate deceiver. Like he lies to people all the time. Exactly. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> Me? Me? Nick, are you the devil? <laughs> no. <laughs> he should have said it like that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Me? Old British comedy. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so he asked him, what are you then? Mm-hmm. In a very angry manner. <laughs> and he doesn't answer that. No, and then Pangborn starts talking about Ruth and how, you know, after 30 years they finally come back together and yeah. she's lost her mind. And, and he says, I can help her. The kid says that. I, I kind of feel like, I know that was the further of the plot, but it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But there again, it could have just been the, the drunk, you know, uh, uh, ramblings, mm-hmm. just pulling thoughts and... You fucked my love up. You well, because like, he's he. Well, no, I mean it makes sense because he's talking about he's because he says, "Who the fuck are you? You haven't changed in twenty seven years." But then he starts talking about Ruth and how like they had this missed opportunity, and he calls the kid Rip Van Winkle and he says, "Where's the justice?" Yeah, like, he's like, "You you haven't aged, but yet here is you know this person I want to be with, and like mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. fell apart." Okay. And, and, that, now, and, and now, that's when he cocks the gun. Right. And but also he has become. He's reinserted himself, the kid has, into Pangborn's life, whereas Pangborn before was able to have him put it nicely and tucked in a, away. In a box. Now he's come back and he's like ramping up this crazy shit with Ruth again mm-hmm. um, because it seems like everybody's sort of psychically connected and everybody's ramping up at the same time. Um, now the kid is ruining. This night, they had a sort of a nice situation going on, Pangborn and Ruth, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was her protector. They were sort of at peace for a while, you know. And now that they're old, and this kid, and he's resentful towards this kid, right, mm-hmm. for still being this young monster, or whatever he is. And now he's, like I said, reinserted himself back in the situation. So all that to say, Alan is very angry, specifically at this kid, and is ready to shoot his face off. Until he says, I can help the person that you love. Mm-hmm. And and then he says, you have no idea what's happening here, dude. Exactly. So the kid has more information than he has let on. And I feel like we all sort of suspected that up to this point. Uh, you guys shared something oh, <laughs> do you want to share I, something with the class <laughs> <laughs> well i wrote you know in quotes you have no idea what's happening here and then i wrote underlined no one knows. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's true next time just say that on mic because it's funny uh, so, so do we feel he's back 100 percent to his old self the kid the kid i don't think so i think you so. think he's still i see i think so well i i had i watched the sneak peek for next episode so we'll get to that I have not. Uh, so I say yes. <laughs> Damn it, Debbie. Spoiler alert. Well, no, she, the, Debbie watches the sneak peek and then she explains it to me. That's a segment on the show. So not Damn it, Debbie. You're doing your job. <laughs> Good job, uh, Debbie. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this is the theory segment. Then we're going to do the uh, the audience participation trophy and then we'll do debbie segments so theories uh i'll just read what i wrote down and then we can all kind of talk about it. and then you guys can throw your shit out there too uh i think henry will actually start believing this stuff at some point <laughs> so that's my first theory uh because i still don't think he's 100 percent there even though she explained to him his every last thought for the past like day 
He still ain't there. Um, because if he was there, do you think he would have put the kid in the garage? No. Yeah, if you believe her, this, she has this, you know, she can see things and right. hear things, and she says something's wrong with the kid. All right, it's cool. Let's just throw and in the also, garage. keep Molly around to kind of, like, keep a track of this crazy psychic situation situation like yeah maybe it's safer to have somebody around that knows what people are thinking it's always safer in numbers yeah he is a lawyer you would think you would ask a couple fucking questions yeah. now and then you know hey why don't you ask molly a couple more questions yeah, follow oh hey up questions yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well she's gotta go <laughs> when the kid says he remembers all he's all he does is like yeah it'll come back to you eventually why don't you ask him some questions maybe because the Get to answers know a little are, bit. The answers are going to come later, I'm assuming why. Yeah, but for, oh no. I know, you're whole, it's, it's you're whole like, poking. Well, <laughs> it's like he it's forgot fine. the kid was locked in a cage. Right. It's, and that, that is, it, yes. he didn't come from weird beginnings. But, right. But, but that was a cutscene as well, too. So who knows? They could have had a two-hour conversation because how did he end up back in the house and all this yeah. other shit? So they, they could have had a full-blown conversation right there and they just never showed it. Yeah. Uh, any more thoughts on that or you want me to go to the next thing? I have a thought. Okay, go ahead. So, when Molly and, I guess when Henry went to Molly's house to talk to, I guess, or, no. I'm trying to remember how, but when Molly brought the kid into the house or whatever, the kid walked in. Well, she was explaining to Henry that some people are louder than others. I guess, like, with her medium. Yeah, the shine. In the shine. And... And he's like, like screaming basically. Then if if he's louder, wouldn't she know, have some kind of idea what he is? You know what I mean? Like, have if he can hear everybody's thoughts, can't she hear his? Well, she's yeah. Probably only hearing pieces though. Yeah, like okay, so the scene where he's standing on the the roof of the building, she is he- that she's hearing him. Kind of what his inside of his head sounds like. So she definitely does hear. I think it just sort of like goes in waves, though. Like he'll get super ramped up and want to go stand on a roof somewhere. <laughs> or and, maybe that's just always how his thoughts are. Yeah. And, and then they got she can't, on the same frequency at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Like the waves kind of match up eventually and she can eventually hear. I don't know. That's how I see it anyway. So I don't know if that answered your question or not. Uh, next thing I wrote down, and this is my last thing, is that Pangborn will reluctantly play into whatever kid, the kid's game is. You know I what I mean? Whatever, yeah. whatever the whatever he's saying about helping Ruth, he'll go along with it to a certain point. But I think Pangborn's character is always going to be skeptical about anything that is going on. You know, he's like the pragmatist character. He's like no bullshit. You know what I mean? And that's sort of how he's written in the old Penguin books, too, because I, I, I did finish Dark Half mm-hmm. earlier today. And d- first of all, God damn, there's a lot of murder in that book. Like, start to finish, there's murder happening. Well, it's because his Dark Half uh, is murder happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And also, that's the end of Stephen King's, like, drug phase. Mm. So he's just like, yeah, murder that character, <laughs> murder that one, too. Uh, anyway, those are my theories. Do you guys got anything you want to throw out discussion-wise? No, I mean, I've inter-spaced mine. Sure, yeah, they were. So. Yeah, right, right, right. Good? Yeah, I think so. Diet squirt. Di- <laughs> we will see more diet squirt. <laughs> I'm also writing down diet squirt as a possible uh, episode title. I'm stuck on it. I just, I don't 
You're stuck on the squirt. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. Uh, okay, so let's get to our Church Creed Memorial Award uh, for audience participation for episode five. This episode, mm-hmm. after a lot of uh, long thought about this, I did not consult with you, Debbie, but I think you will agree. And it will make things uh, easier as far as taking pictures for social media and stuff. <laughs> Mike, you are the winner of this week's Aww. Church yes! Creed. So go ahead and make that out to him now. Yes. Okay. We'll have you get to choose your own Sparkly Cat Wait sticker. Wait a minute. That's not me. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll just think like it's... You're going <gasps> to... Yes! No, no, no. We yes, brought, yes, an, yes, we brought yes. another one that's for you. Yes! My marker's all the way over there. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad you're so excited about it. Okay. Ooh, a Siamese! Okay, so uh, acceptance speech? Uh, Speech, speech. This is, uh, and my justification for giving you that is, one, hosting us here today, and also the uh, one-word answer to my my questions online earlier. I'm thankful that I can participate so little and get this reward. (laughs) <laughs> no man you chimed in a lot this episode no i know i'm, I'm, I'm talking about like from the social media oh, yeah, just yeah, saying yeah, two yeah, words yeah. but uh everybody that's won has also participated very little yeah. <laughs> so, but yep. i jump on it i'm like here's an award <laughs> you said one thing go ahead oh i nothing else <laughs> i don't know what to say i'm in shock well, now you, gonna, uh, this was definitely not expected are you gonna frame it I will frame you it. You should frame it. Yeah, and make it. it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're now eligible for the, uh, for the grand prize because we're going to have a drawing on episode 10 that will include this prize, which I'm going to uh, show you guys today since you're the lucky uh, people on this podcast. Blockbuster exclusive version of the movie 1408 on DVD. I'm done participating. Yeah. How many different I, price tags are on this? I actually have that DVD. 9.99. The Blockbuster exclusive 1408. I, I have it. Yeah. Hold on. Bought There's, it from Blockbuster too. That's awesome. Debbie, to answer your question, there are two Goodwill price tags on it. Okay. Don't know why. Um, both from August 4th of 2018. And there's another price tag from Blockbuster, the previewed price tag for 9.99. Mm. And another price tag from Blockbuster that has no price on it. <laughs> so, to answer your question, Rest in peace. four. Hmm. Uh, in right. my opinion, great movie. I believe Debbie also likes this movie a lot. I do. I like it. Have you read the story yet? You won the book or uh, a few podcasts ago. I haven't uh, read it, read it, but I know I know how it goes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> You're like, I've seen the movie. I don't need to read it. <laughs> no, I, I, I've read... I read the synopsis. Let me so. see that. You want to, oh, here, go ahead. You want me to read the synopsis now? No, I'm joking. Uh, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> here you go. You might win that. You get to touch it now, though. Giggity. Mm, Giggity. Touch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, you have any thoughts on that? No. I'm also, gonna, for all the kids out there, Blockbuster it. used to be a video rental store. Oh, you know, there's still one left. Yeah, no. one. It's an independently, independently ran mm-hmm. blockbuster, which is insane that that is even it a sentence. In Oregon, I think so, something like that. Because it used to be in, there used to be like a couple in Alaska, right? And Those, they yeah. just they Those just shut just down. Closed. Yeah. Um, and their Twitter is pretty funny. Is it? Mm-hmm. I'll check that out. 
Um, we're gonna let the podcast out real quick. Yeah, your podcast. And then or not? She said nothing. Let's do the final segment. We've had a very long episode. Super excited about it. Actually, no, there's two more segments, isn't there? Mm-hmm. I forgot about trivia. Yeah, we got trivia. Shit's about to go down. Bum, 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 bum. Are you nervous? Yeah. Me too. How many questions are there? <laughs> Five. It's the same. Oh, no. We're going to die. I'm going to go smoke. No, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm, joking. Hold on I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. We'll, we'll take a break between the segment Debbie's about to do and then no, the trivia. I, it was we'll a total come. joke. Okay. Like, I was just saying that. I, don't want... I mean, we can, though. Yeah, I would like to take it a break. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, You're sick of us. <laughs> Okay. Mike won't stop no making comment. dick jokes. Jeez. Debbie. You should you should listen to the last episode that we recorded um, because it's called The Box. And all I was thinking about the whole episode was vagina. <laughs> Every yep. time we said box. We definitely made some vagina jokes. And so I just. Look forward to that. Yes. But <laughs> listeners who are hearing this right now have already heard the vagina jokes. Yeah. And they listeners, you enjoyed them, right? Chime in. It was great. It's <laughs> <Peter> Gallery. <laughs> uh, Debbie. Yeah. It's time for your segment. Oh. It's called Debbie Reads Chris and some other people that probably haven't seen it. What the sneak peek is. For episode six. <laughs> I haven't seen it either, so. Nick hasn't seen it. Mm-mm. Lindsay, have you seen it? Nope. All right. So unlike past ones, it we hear a lot more. Okay. Um. So... Here we go. Spoilers. Okay, so we finally meet uh, Henry Deaver's son, and Ruth and the grandson are sitting together. It looks like they're around the chess pieces, and she (laughs) says to him, can you keep your mouth shut? Like, can you keep a secret type Mm. of thing? Um, And then we we see Alan saying to the kid, you said you'd help her. Um, And the kid says back, time is her enemy, Sheriff. So he's speaking full sentences. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Ruth, Ruth on the floor scared. We don't really get much from that. Uh, we see a brief thing of Molly seeing the bandage, what looks like the bandage reverend outside mm-hmm. of her office. And then we see the two weird people that's been following around Henry. Oh. We finally get to talk with them. Um, they're, they're talking about how um, not everybody can hear it. Um and so sort of referring back to what Henry's dad is asking him in the woods kind of yeah and he says like some it's some people hear it louder than others and Henry says well what are you listening to and mm-hmm. the one guy says the voice of god oh shit that's definitely sounds interesting i'm going to watch that so what does it say that all he hears is ringing hmm so what does it say that if, if everybody hears the voice of God and all he hears is, ooh. Yeah. Hen- Henry's is. <laughs> He's Henry's not dialed is, in right. Right. Henry's is blocked. His frequency's off. When he gets dialed in, he'll hear, I am God. <laughs> he needs a coat hanger and some aluminum foil. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent end of the episode. Until we come back for podcast overtime. <laughs> We're already probably like two hours or something, right? One forty-six. Yeah. Hell yeah, I like that. That's pretty sweet, right? Sure. Do the listeners like it? We'll see. They're gonna have to spend two hours with us, so <laughs> listening to Mike makes a book. Oh, I can't oh, talk no. now. Bunch What's of dick your jokes. name? 
Mama Joana? <laughs> <laughs> Mama Joana? Yeah. I'm going to need you to spell that for the certificate. We're going to take a brief pause that the listeners will not hear, and we'll be right back. And we're back! <laughs> we never left. <laughs> Certainly did not leave. Okay, so Mike has actually prepared a trivia segment for Debbie and I this time. We're going head to head. We are certainly the most knowledgeable in King stuff here. I feel like this is the ultimate test. This is not going to end well. <laughs> Debbie's super not confident in I, herself. I have hella confidence. Oh, okay. In my failure. Oh, oh well, you, you keep twisting it around on me. I don't know how to feel about this. Okay, so what I'm going to this this is how this is going to go. I'm going to go in isolation first. You're going to ask her all five questions. You're going to write down her answers. Don't tell her whether she got them right or not. Tell me. <laughs> Blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we're going to switch. She's going to go in isolation. You're going to ask me the same questions. You're going to write down my answers. Fuck then we're both going to have you reread the questions, read both of our answers, and then give what the correct answer is. And we'll go through them all like that. Just like we did last time, right? Sure thing. And then if we tie, we go to the... Motherfucking tiebreaker. <laughs> tiebreaker. So, I will go into isolation now. You guys will have to trust me that these will be super loud. You'll probably be able to hear them on mic. Here I go. You get to go into the kid tank. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. What I should have said while he was still... Um, when he was out of the tank... Uh, all these questions are going to be about it. Oh, okay. I, I like thought it. that might be easier, you know, than trying to pick uh, a bunch of different categories from Stephen King, and it's fairly known, yes. I, I would think. So, question number one. Okay. Which members of the Losers Club does not return to Derry? Which member of the Losers Club does not return to Derry? Uh, that would be Mike Hamlin, because he lives there. Question number two. What was the name of the bully responsible for terrorizing the Losers Club? Oh, shit. Um... What was the name of the bully responsible for terrorizing the Losers Club? I'm going to say Lewis, but I know that's not right. Question number three. What was the name of Bill's slingshot? His slingshot? Mm-hmm. What was the name of Bill's slingshot? Well, I know it wasn't Hi-Ho Silver. That <laughs> <laughs> was the bike. Or is it the same name? I'm going to say that. <laughs> I wouldn't be giving you hints. So I basically gave you a hint that I guess it, that that's the only thing. Or I, did I? That's the only thing I would think that it would be called. I don't know what else it would be called. No, no other answers. No. Final answer. Sure. What was your answer? Um. Uh, was it high ho silver or something? Okay. How many of the kids saw the coming of it in the smoke hole? 
How many of the kids what? saw the coming of it in the smoke hole? Are we talking that about the same movie really here? Really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> smoke hole. Smoke hole. The coming. The coming. Oh. What coming? It. Smoke hole. It coming. Yeah, it coming. Get a little Pennywise. It. Pennywise. I don't know what scene this is from the book and the four. Bill ends up, question five, Bill ends up finding his old bike, Silver, <laughs> in which location? I feel like I should have multiple choice. I thought about doing multiple <laughs> choice and I wish I did. <laughs> okay, so where does he find his bike? What location? Mm-hmm. I don't know, in the sewers? And that is it. Five questions are done. We can get Chris. Let's just forget about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sunglasses on now. I'm back. And he's back. Right, are we ready? We're ready to switch. Uh, Wait, do you even need music? I mean, you already answered everything. No, yeah, no. He, she needs to go in isolation while I answer mine. So she, we don't oh, know okay, how okay, we okay. did okay. against each other until the reveal. It's dramatic, Nick. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I did the same thing. Can you hear? She can't hear shit. Uh, well, okay. So I did see other people talking besides Debbie. Was there any kind of collusion happening? No, no. Can no. I trust you? Yeah, absolutely. Are you uh, playing no, poker? No. Exactly. I want to know if you're playing poker right now. All right, Chris. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All these questions are about it. Fuck. I'm in trouble already. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Question number one. Which member of the Losers Club does not return to Derry? Mm, I, damn it. I don't know this. I'm going to guess, though. I'm going to say Richie. All right. Okay. Question, question number two. What was the name of the bully responsible for terrorizing the Losers Club? I'm going to say Brett Favre. Okay, Brett Favre. Solid. Solid answer. I mean, you can't go wrong. I got wrong. no fucking idea. You, get, you so. can't go wrong with that. Zero clue. <laughs> uh, this is going to go terribly. I can already tell. Go ahead. Hopefully Debbie did even like a shade bit better than I'm going to do. Go ahead. Okay. What, what was the name of Bill's slingshot? Oh, Jesus, this is like deep dive shit. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> no. It's... Jose Canseco. I gotta rack... <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain for anything it could be. Oh, God. Okay, I have to say something. So, Sally Struthers. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. I, get, I, I mean, I might as well just say a joke answer, right? Sally Struthers. You never know. It could be Sally Struthers. <laughs> no, I know. I know it ain't. <laughs> How many of the kids saw the coming of it in the smoke hole? Hmm. 
Well, everyone knows this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. I'm going to go with two. Bill and question five. Bill ends up finding his old bike silver in which location? Uh oh, fuck. I'm trying to think. Jimmy's house. I'm going to go with, okay, so I can't remember what they call it in the story, but it's like the sewer drain, like the entrance to the sewer drain thing. I know that that description is wrong from what it is on the paper, but it's like where all the kids go in to go and find him when they're adults. So I'm just going to go with that. Okay. Opening to the sewer drain thing. (laughs) I mean, like the, the bellows or... I can't remember what they call it, but it's... Catacombs? No. no. It's fine. Like it's, we'll just go with what we said. Okay, so Debbie... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so loud. It is. Okay, so... I don't, I don't really need these. Let's go over our answers, shall we? All right. Mm-hmm. Question number one. Which member of the Losers Club does not return to Derry? Debbie said Mike Hamlin... Chris said Richie. The correct answer is Stanley Uris. Oh, Oof. way off. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stanley is the African-American uh, gentleman who uh, offs himself in the bathroom. Mm. I believe. When he's grown up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move forward, shall we? <laughs> you remember? It, there's the blood mm-hmm. that comes out of the sink and shit. Yeah. And then he's in the bathtub, and he's like, I fucking can't do it anymore. But he's not African-American. He's not? No. Okay, well, maybe. I, I, so. I thought Mike, it was... Mike Hanlon was... Stanley is who we're talking about. Right. Who doesn't come back to Derry. That's who I was thinking is the black... That's Mike Hanlon. Gentleman. Okay, well, then we're proving that we don't know much. Let's move <laughs> forward. <laughs> Let's move forward. Question two. What was the name of the bully responsible for terrorizing the Losers Club? <laughs> Debbie said Lewis. And Chris said Brett Farr. <laughs> the correct answer is... Brett Farr. Brett Farr. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. Correct answer is Henry Bauer. Oh, Bauer. Ridiculous. Fucking Bauer. Fuck you, Henry. Thank you, Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of Bill's slingshot? Debbie said, hi-ho, silver. And Chris said, Sally Struthers. <laughs> I got no clue. And the correct answer is bullseye. Damn it. Oh, man. You were closer than I was, yeah, though. That's, Are you sure, I though? You I think that counts for something. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we're doing so How good. many of the kids saw the coming of it in the smoke hole? I'm so confused. Debbie said four... <laughs> And Chris said two. Please, one of us. The correct that. answer is two. No! Oh. oh, yeah. I put this question on there specifically hoping somebody could at least guess. Yeah. Maybe somebody in there yeah, yeah, rare yeah. chance would guess and get it right. Does it, did it say which kids? No. It okay. Not. Well, and which, it comes down to question number five. Come. Yeah. And then we have question number five. Can I, can I stop you for one yeah, second, though? Okay. It has always been on my list to read, 
And for some reason, even as like a giant Stevie King fan, I still haven't got to it. It's just because there's so much shit in this world that I like that I'm constantly taking shit in that I just, it's the one that got away from me, I guess. I never read it just on principle because the movie scared me oh, so yeah, badly I mean, when I was younger. Scary, so. I was like, I don't want to read that book. I don't want to bring that into my life. <laughs> and when you were a little kid, clowns, like that clown in that movie is freaky as fuck. Okay, so that gave me such irrational fears that I closed my sink drain every yeah. night before mm-hmm. bed and made sure my everyone. shower drain was closed. I did that up until high school. When I, when I <laughs> would ride my bike past a sewer drain... I would purposely move away from it. Like, no, I mean, you <laughs> I asked was so me. afraid of the basement. He had to break me of that habit. <laughs> Not even joking. Okay. I was still doing it. So, establishing this, though, moving forward, I am in the lead <laughs> with one. That is correct. On a complete non-guess, I should say. Oh, sure. <laughs> You wanted to Even know which kids. <laughs> I know, it's a joke. Let's rewind the tape. I'm pretty sure you said, <laughs> I'm going to guess, too. <laughs> Come on, she was an isolated. She doesn't know that. <laughs> Damn it. All right, question five. Bill ends up finding his old bike, Silver, in which location? Debbie said, sewers. And Chris said, open to some sewer drains. Uh, correct answer is a secondhand store. That's not the sewers. Chris's no. favorite stores. <laughs> True. That's where I got that prize box store. Yeah, exactly. Prize box store. That's where I get all kinds of awesome, fabulous prizes. And so our winner today. Can we just pretend we tied? What's the tiebreaker question? Uh, I had two different ones. Well, yeah, let's do it for fun. Let's do it for fun just because Debbie lost. Uh, <laughs> I, had to say it. I had to say it. It was a guess. It's not like I actually have any like worthy qualities of winning. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's do these tiebreakers. Good job. Since you lost, I'll give you first guess on both of these. Okay, cool. Who kills Henry Bowers in the present day? Yeah, I don't think that question was probably a good one. That's not really a tiebreaker. uh, All right. I got which loser is left-handed. And it's multiple choice. Mary, Ben, Bill, or Mike? I'm going to say Bill. Just because he's got the stutter, why not make him left-handed? I'm going to say Ben. I'll say Mary. Everybody's wrong. It's Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we know. I didn't put input on, so I I can... It's it's Mike. She has oh, Mike. We oh wow! <laughs> a true winner. She knew that, by the way. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. You get a sticker for winning, Chris. Thank you. We can't waste stickers. Oh yeah, no, never mind. Don't get a sticker. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a band aid or something. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> band aid technically a sticker. Um, you can subscribe to this podcast at watchersonthecouch.com/slash/subscribe. And we encourage everyone to come and join us on Facebook or any of our social medias. And you can also qualify for the Church Creed Memorial Award for audience participation. I said that without even looking at the paper. That was amazing. Mm. It was amazing. See you next time, everybody. Bye. 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 The fuck are you? (laughs) What?